0: It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas! Hey everyone! It's actually beginning to look a lot like Growing Pains. We are having a blast spending time with you each week, and as we all know, there is always room for growth and improvement. We are trying out some new equipment this week, and we are doing our very first ever guest interview, And we're using video teleconferencing. With so many new and fun things, we really appreciate your understanding with the quality of our episode. We hope you enjoy the episode and we wish you and your loved ones a beautiful holiday season with laughter, joy, good health, and love. Welcome to another episode of The Main Dish Podcast. We're really looking forward to today's episode because we have our very first guest on our podcast and it is with Jess Hutchins and we'll talk a little bit more. But before we dive into that episode, Mandy, how have things been? Tell me something good and new in your life.
1: Things are crazy. Um, Okay, I don't like using the word crazy because that's...
0: Maybe you can follow it up with crazy good.
1: Things are hectic.
0: Things are wild.
1: wild. Oh, I didn't even. I was
0: gonna say (laughs) just because you're a wildcat,
1: you like the word wild. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, things are uh, just busy. I mean, it's the holidays. You know, I do a little baking here and there. It's the end of the calendar year at the day job, and it's just a lot going on. There's no travel. The pandemic is wacky, and everybody's all up in arms about that. And the vaccine's coming out, and all this junk. So, anyways, I'm also having my kitchen remodeled. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's starting very, very soon, like a couple of days. And so I'm a little, what's the word? Um, oh, scared. No, uh, I'm dreading, I guess oh, is the feeling. Okay. I'm dreading the prep and the cleanup. Because I've had some work done on my condo recently. Is it
0: dreading or maybe just a little anxiety because you're unsure of how things are going to play out? No, I dread it. Okay. <laughs> I, so, I mean, I'm going to have counters
1: replaced. So, all the appliances have been done. So, what we're doing is we're doing the lights in the ceiling. I'm redoing the whole lighting area. Like, it has to be kind of refinished and texturized. The lights that are in there have to come out. It has to be rewired with new light fixtures, which I need to order. Um and then the counters are all coming off. Part of the counter is getting lowered, like the bar is getting lowered to the counter height. And so there's going to be sanding and drywalling and patching and just ooh, it makes a mess. So I have to get everything out of there and I have to tarp and cover everything within like 10 feet because I can't. I just don't want dust on everything and there's nowhere to put everything from two rooms but I'm gonna have to empty out a lot of my kitchen and you know my kitchen is pretty full and I'm also having a couple of cabinets torn down so I have to relocate some things and then I have to physically move furniture away from the areas that's going to have the construction so like my va- a lot going on yeah like my vacation so to speak is going to be like two intense days yeah. of working to prep and then three days of construction and then probably two days of putting it all back together and I will have to like do, I'm going to do the painting of the areas that are going to get painted with oh. small areas. So it's mm. not a big deal, but yeah, just a lot going on with that. I'm, I'm literally kind of dreading it, but I'm, re- I'm more
0: excited for the
1: outcome. I
0: was going to say, you've been planning, working on this kind of saving up for it and mm-hmm. just real, you've been looking forward to the outcome. I'm so excited. Like mm-hmm. the sink arrived today, the faucet I know I saw today. when I walked in. Fuck. I, like so adulting.
1: <laughs> this that, is the
0: fun part of adulting which you
1: uh, say? Yeah. yeah people ask me they're like oh you're getting a sink I'm like yep yeah. it's a one bowl stainless steel mm. it's a dark stainless steel so it's like a graphite color and it's a farmhouse it comes the apron comes all the way to the front of the cabinet. it's called a farmhouse is when it comes to the edge and around the edge one big bowl yeah wow. so I'm it's I was like this sink is so sexy <laughs> <laughs>
0: Adulting, you know, you're adulting when you're checking out, like, and you get turned on by. <laughs> Honest to God, I was like, I just, I look at it and I'm like, <laughs> oh man, like,
1: fuck that sexy. That
0: you know, actually, you know, I got a new house in in July, mm-hmm. and I I got to pick out all the stuff in um, my bathroom, my master yes. bathroom, and your bathroom, my bathroom, my bath, my master bathroom, the math, math, <laughs> math or bathroom. Hey, that was amazing. <laughs> uh, but I I selected square sinks instead of round Ooh. sinks, and I freaking love them. Every oh time I God. walk into my bathroom, I'm just like, wow, it's so beautiful. So I'm like, I get Rrr. it. I totally get yeah, it. I don't know if you watch Stranger Things. No. Okay, in Stranger Things, there's this noise that one of the kids makes, and it's like, a little, like a little, like a little I growl. I like
1: it. That's cute. <laughs> I've seen one episode, maybe two i don't know it was a long time ago um but yeah so that's new in my condo world uh do you want to go into new for you and then i can circle back to what i wanted to sure i can or do you want me to do date ideas now
0: no i can uh maybe you know what my my new and good is more so of a a good lead in a lead into that kind of because uh it's more of like a dating horror story. I don't even know. Is it a horror story? Like, I don't have very many bad dating stories. Wait, you have a bad dating story?
1: Okay, tell me the story because you're looking at me like I've heard part of this story before. So maybe I don't remember that it was a horror story. Well,
0: it's not. It's not a horror story, but so- it's like not a date that worked out. Okay. Oh yes, yes. Okay. okay. So okay. this
1: is a dating fail yeah. that I've yeah. never D- had okay. happen. Oh real okay. I've never had this happen and I'm shocked that it happened to
0: you, to be honest. It's just so w- it also like lit me up. Like I was yeah, pissed about this. I the whole was thing. just like, what is going on? Like whatever. Anyway, so I went on a little dating break because I wasn't in the right space or whatnot. And then then this one night, I don't know, I was just like, okay, well, I'll try it again. And so I had taken, I don't know, a two, three week break or something. And then I jumped back on Hinge or Bumble or whatnot and started talking to this one guy. And he was like, hey, let's meet up for or let's let's meet up this weekend. And I was like, you know, most weekends I'm generally available mm-hmm. and open but this weekend i have a trigger point course that i'm taking all day saturday and then on sunday morning i'm taking this phlebotomy class because i'm you know i really want to learn both of these techniques for dentistry and and i'm like the only time i have available is sunday at three o'clock and this was like on a thursday so thursday i i shoot him and I'm like, i shoot him the text and i'm like hey sunday three o'clock that's like my only time i'm sorry like you know this yeah, weekend is just not good fine. but i really do want to meet you so like If it works, let me know. And then he shoots me back a text on Friday night. I texted him on Thursday, Mm -hmm. and then Friday night, he texted me back. um, And he's like, 3 p.m. Sunday works. Awesome. Um, And that was it. So then on Saturday. This happened Saturday, but this happened on Friday. Okay. Yeah. Then on Saturday morning, or right, you know, Friday night, Saturday morning, whatever, I sent him and I was like, great. Where, like, do you want to go for a hike or do you want to meet up somewhere? Like, you know, get a drink or what do you want to do? And he goes, well, where are you coming from? And I'm like, well, I'm coming from all over Phoenix. Well, you know, like, <laughs> I, I get around Phoenix. So, like, it doesn't really matter. Um, and I was like, but, but I'll be in a, Scottsdale. I was going to say,
1: it's yeah. great to pick the place you're Correct. ending up.
0: Yeah. And right. I was like, I'll be in Scottsdale. Like, I need to be somewhere in Scottsdale by, like, 6 or 7 p.m. on mm-hmm. Sunday night. So, like, let's meet in Scottsdale. So, Saturday, like, afternoon, he's like, well, how about the Greenbelt? I text him back Saturday night around 9 p.m. And, you know, and I don't expect an answer but I figured he would get the answer before 3 p.m. the next day sure. so I texted him I'm like you know green belt's great but how about sh- um shakes and cones because I was really craving like cocoa like I still have yet to have my cocoa date <laughs> what the art uh, I still I'm, have not gotten my hot cocoa date I'm hoping that I have a little
1: time to dedicate to your <laughs> dating life very soon because like, no like i want hot cocoa
0: and a walk with christmas lights i did that too this, much to ask i would just like the listeners to know that i didn't vet this person whose story <laughs> is about to go awry so then you know i sent sh- send him that text i'm like shakes and cones because i'm like i i would like some hot cocoa and we'll walk around old town yeah. or whatnot um, you know, I wake up at 6 a.m. because my class starts early and I'm like, you know, I, I check and I'm like, obviously, I'm sure he hasn't messaged me. He didn't. He didn't message me. But I was busy with class all day. Uh, and then at 2 o'clock, because the class ended a little later than I expected, I check the my messages and he's like, sounds good. So then I jump in my car and I drive straight to the place to meet him at 3 o'clock. Yeah. I get there at 3, 3.05 and I'm like, hey, just got here. I'm, you know, like um let me know i'm right in front he texts me back and he's like well i haven't heard from you all day so i didn't think that you were game for it and you know people these days are just so flaky dude you suggested the place and the time and he said sounds yeah. good yeah so then i texted back i'm like i'm sorry that we miscommunicated i thought that we had already decided a place and a time so i showed up and he's like so then i wait five minutes later ten minutes later i don't even know And he goes uh, well, if you're still there, I can still come. And I'm like, no, thanks. I'm good. And then he goes... Wait, didn't he call you flaky? Yeah, the like, I see, he's like, he goes, "Um, well, people these days are really flaky, so I didn't think you'd show up. So then I was like, okay, well, have a great day. And then... You said, like, thanks for calling, like... Well, so (sighs) there's still more conversation. So then he texts me and he's like, "Well, I can still come if you're if you're still there. I can I can still come." And I'm like, "No, thanks. I was really excited to meet someone new, and I would like that someone new to also be excited to see me. The excitement's just not there anymore. That's okay. Have a great day. Best of wishes." And then he texts me back right away, and he goes, "Typical online girl. One thing goes awry, and you just freak out, or you just um you know um throw throw it away, yeah, kind of thing." Um. And I did not message him back. Two hours later, he texts us and he goes, no response. Shocking. And by this point, you were with me. Exactly. And another friend. Yes. Because we had
1: plans. And I was like, what? He's still fucking nagging I you? Yeah, and I was like, what? This is two hours. I've been like, over this. You already said, thanks anyways. Like, have a great yeah. night. Best of like- wishes.
0: Sorry. Like, dude, like. It's not exciting for me anymore. Like, maybe it's still exciting. It wasn't then, even... She ex- didn't even sound excited. And this was his his response also. Like, he
1: totally fucked up responding to you. Like, he was like, oh, people on ours are so flaky yeah. and I didn't hear from yeah. you. You're
0: like... Uh, and he's like, I guess I can still come. Like- yeah. And I'm like, you don't sound excited to see me. Like, if he had said, "Um, hey... Stay there or go back. I'll meet you right like, now. Oh my
1: gosh. So sorry. Like that yeah. was my bad. Like I misunderstood. I didn't get that we had a right. date. Like I didn't get that it was
0: firm. Like just uh, fucking apologize. Or, yeah, exactly. I don't even need an apology. Like sound oh, excited. Yes, you well, yeah. Okay. Do. Yes. Okay. Fine. But like take responsibility as well. Like two people may, like I will accept you my You might already said, yeah. sorry I like, if
1: we miscommunicated. Yeah. He could have clearly reciprocated that. Exactly. And said, oh my gosh, th- like at least half of this is me. Exactly. Like, I'm taking
0: blame for my part, whatever that part is, my half of it, and you could have easily said, stay where you're at, I'm on my way. Yeah, I could be there in five minutes. I would love to have a hot cocoa with you if you still have the time. Right. But no, he goes, well, I can still come, and I was like, no, I don't want you to still come. Well, and then he nagged you. He's
1: like, two minutes later, he's like, or two hours later, he says, no No response. response.
0: Shocking. What are you supposed to fucking (laughs) say to that? Am I supposed to defend myself? Like, I'm not... Every typical online girl. No, I'm not, I don't, I'm not gonna waste my energy trying to defend yeah. myself. And you, you know, had already said goodbye, and then he right. chose to like, like throw a th- fucking throw daggers. Exactly. And then you're like, like I'm a- You don't even person. know me. I'm, you don't
1: even we yeah. haven't even met. Why I'm, are we even fighting over text messaging?
0: Okay. What the fuck? There's like
1: seven red flags here already, right? Yeah. So I'm hearing this whole story, yeah. and then he texts after I hear yeah. the story, he texts you no response. So I was shocking. like, all you need to text him is a bunch of red flag emojis. Exactly. And I did that, and then no response. Bye,
0: Oh, Derek, Bob, (laughs) Dylan, fucking Chase, whatever your name is. what was his name? I've already forgotten it. Like, I don't even... He was some twat name, like Brent. (laughs) Fucking millennial name. Who cares? But anyways, that was like... And like, part of me is like, wow, I finally have like a a story, like a funny dating story that I can tell because most guys I've dated, and I haven't dated a lot, but I'd like to I like to think, I like to give people benefit of the doubt and I like to think that, yeah, there are a lot of guys or girls out there that are that typical, quote, online flaky person, but I'm not going to think that of every single person that I'm meeting until they prove that they have, like, they've exhibited that they've been flaky or that they have done something wrong. I'm not going to automatically lump you into a category if I haven't even met you and gotten to know you or you fail to communicate properly with me, fail to, like, show up when you told me to, you know, that you would show up, like...
1: Yeah, he's the one that's flaky.
0: Honestly, guess what, Brad? It turns out you're the one who doesn't know how to fucking do this. Yeah, so that's it. So I'm gonna probably take another couple weeks off of dating. (laughs) Good.
1: We have time to hang out, so we don't need no boys.
0: Uh No boys allowed. And it's not like I mean to like think badly of online dating either, but you know, I, I, I only have so much time, and I'm not gonna waste my energy on things like you know. I'm gonna wait till I'm in a better place like I want to come I want to enter dating from a place of like love and abundance and you know just in a good place and that kind of put a bad taste in my mouth I'll give it a little break and then I'll come back we need to work on your selection skills
1: yeah I didn't see the messaging between the two of you but I'm wondering if I could have picked up on something in the messaging it was very
0: I don't want to say empty but it was very superficial it was just like hey Like, you know, basic stuff. And then we went straight to let's meet up. Like, it was a very quick conversation. We didn't really talk much, much. Yeah. Um, It was just, like, basics and then let's... I have um, to connect with somebody on, like, at least, like, two little
1: things. mm. Like, I don't care if I go back and forth with somebody for a day or seven. Like, because, especially since I'm not on the app much at all, when I was on the app, like, I'm not on it that much. But, like... I have to go back and forth with you a couple of times and like try to get a little feel for your sense of humor because yeah. I'm generally very silly and I have a lot of varied interests and I have to know you are an interesting person because if you have nothing to fucking say about anything that I'm no, interested sure in, then we are going to be yeah. dead bored in person.
0: I I don't know if I told you, but in hindsight... There's things you don't tell me? Well, I, I, I'd i <laughs> like to think that there are, that I tell you everything. So I'm just saying like, I'm too. wondering maybe I didn't. Okay. But uh, in hindsight, I'm thinking back to our conversation and one of the things that kind of rubbed me the wrong way um i tried to take it as a compliment but now now that i see his behavior after this you know uh there was this one time where this one time like (laughs) our short conversation this one time one of six conversations we had. you know i he asked me what i did for work and i said oh i'm a dentist my you know i primarily work on people with special needs it's one of my passions and uh and he goes he responds and he goes it's nice to finally meet someone who has their shit together or stuff together. Oh. Okay. Um, so do I. Period. <laughs> and part of me was like, I feel like this is a tender area for you, like a, a big issue for you. Yep. Another red flag. Yeah. His,
1: his selection process mm-hmm. hasn't been great in the past. Yeah.
0: But I only like in the moment I should, again, like, well. If he's so sensitive to like somebody...
1: Yeah, if he's so sensitive to where he's putting that out in a message to you, Mm -hmm. like you can have that thought to yourself.
2: Yeah, like be be excited about
1: it to you, but don't say it to the other person. It's like if you're like getting naked with a new person for the first time, you're like, oh, you do have a good body. That's that's a nice change. Like (laughs) don't fucking the fuck yeah. Don't 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 qualify it at the end. You can just he could have said, oh, you have your shit together. Like, yeah. I like that or I appreciate that. He doesn't have to be like, so do I. Like, yeah. it's nice. Or that's like, what, finally. That's, he right. said finally. It like quantifies. a comp- It makes it backhanded. Right.
0: Yeah. And then, so then it r- rubbed me the wrong way. Again, I'm It's like when like- somebody says, you look pretty today.
1: <laughs> Fuck you, Karen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: You look nice today. i
0: like, do I not look, look nice, nice every, every day? Every other day, Yeah.
1: Suck it, because I try to look good every day, okay? <laughs> Thanks for telling me I fail half of the time. <laughs> I, don't, I hate know. I hate when people qualify shit like that. Like, oh, wow, you're really good at that for a girl. Or Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Nah.
0: Anyways, but anyways was... let's talk a little bit about, um. you know, enough about bad dates. Yeah. Let's talk about something good, so, like good yeah, dating. I wanted to update, because we had
1: talked about some dating ideas and first date ideas, and there are still people dating. It's coronavirus, and if y'all are out there with dating new people, there still are some fun and distanced and safe things to do. So I just wanted to give some ideas because, um, I personally had been looking at some things. There is, uh, maybe you don't cook. I think I'd offered a cooking class in the past. So maybe you don't cook, but I saw a friend online build a gingerbread house with her man and her kids. Um, but I thought that'd be really kind of cute to like, Maybe you build your own in separate spaces or you get together and if you, mm-hmm. you know, want to mask up and hang out and like build a gingerbread house together. Or trains.
0: There's ginger trains. Oh, I had no idea. Gingerbread trains. trains. Ginger, ginger trains. Gingerbread trains. <laughs> ginger trains. <laughs>
1: For redheads only. <laughs> I'm so, I'm just- English. I've been forgetting a lot of words today. <laughs> so if you build a gingerbread house you I mean you have to fight over who gets custody of the house I guess afterwards. Basically fight over who has to keep it. Um, although. Who has
0: to keep it. <laughs> yeah.
1: This friend did tell me um, never ever do a gingerbread house. This is the most frustrating and annoying and slow process ever. She said only do it if you have kids
0: or someone gives you a million dollars. I was gonna say the only time I've ever built gingerbread houses that was actually fun was with kids because. It's entertaining to see them like eat the eat the food while you, and you're like stop eating the candy or uh, So
1: this is a fun thing to do with an adult too, right? Cuz you get a little idea of their team sense mm, of mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: team building and like team spirit and like you get a sense of like could this person I I don't know like if I have an issue with the washing machine in five years, what is this person, is, are they going to freak out? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can get a little sense of adults, I think, this way, too. Um, so I don't know why I'm on a baking thing today, but you could decorate holiday cookies. There are bakeries Ooh, yes, please. locally here, and there, I'm sure in your city, too. There are bakeries that are offering DIY kits for cookies that come with the icing and the bags and the sprinkles and all the fun stuff. So that'd be fun to do. Um and then my last suggestion, since it's the holidays, they're coming to a close, but you could go look at holiday lights. So they're, And hot cocoa. And don't forget your spiked hot cocoa. Thank you very much. Drop some vegan Baileys in there, some peppermint schnapps, a little Kahlua, really zhuzh up that chocolate Kahlua. flavor. Um, yeah, it's like a spiked white Russian type of thing. You were very into over I the was summer. Very,
0: I was just thinking about white Russians right now. She was
1: lebowski that like, over the summer.
0: I might get some ingredients for White Russians and mix it in with my hot chocolate.
1: We should have that over the break. yes, please. You bring that. I'll do the i the waffles. Um, but yeah, go look at holiday lights. There's things you can you know you can get in a car and you can mask up together and drive through those drive through light shows. Oh yes. Or the neighbor some of the neighborhoods have a bunch of like light events where you can walk or drive around the neighborhoods and see lights. So
0: if you haven't gone through, have you done one of those drive through light shows? No. So they usually take about thirty minutes, and you drive at about five miles an hour. And there's a car in front of you and a car behind you most of the time. Yeah. And so, I, it's fun, but if one of the two people is driving, it may not be as fun. So like, it's fun if you because have, you can't pay attention. Right, because you're paying attention to driving. Okay. More. Um. And so like maybe like hire your you know teenage brother or sister to drive you in your date so that you can actually enjoy make the, out in the backseat. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, that's what I say. Like, I was saying, like, I've done it in big groups where, Uh like, I'm the driver and it's not as fun as when someone else is driving. Mm -hmm. So I would only say, like, but... Or drive through a neighborhood where you can stop and go. Because the light show one, you have to keep driving the whole time because Mm -hmm. you're holding up traffic if you don't. So either that or I would say... Grab, you know, your spiked hot chocolate. Well, see, if you're going to have spiked drinks, you need to have somebody else who's DD. So, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, or you can not have spiked and just drive through a neighborhood so you can stop and go and really talk, like, talk about, oh, you know, which houses look pretty or whatever. Absolutely. My spiked
1: cocoa, just for everyone's understanding, was for walking around a neighborhood, not for driving. Okay. Get your – if you want to get your spiced wine, whatever you got to do, it's – that's a walking, not a driving <laughs> activity. Okay? All right. Great. All right. But this is a good tip that it's not as exciting for the driver Mm-hmm. because I wouldn't have thought of that and I'd have been pissed if it was me. Like,
0: I don't know, Bob. I can't see the lights. I'm watching where I'm driving. Exactly. Yeah. Like and this- that happened many times because I'll be like, oh, look at that. And they're like, I can't. I'm driving. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's not the same because i'd be like okay i'll videotape it for you to watch later and it's not the same mm-hmm. but yeah so mm-hmm. cool that's all i have
1: for holiday date ideas i didn't i don't know no that was
0: great it was great yeah. i'm it. like
1: and who doesn't love eating sugar cookies so like decorating sugar co- it mm-hmm. might be a little bit late in the
0: season to find them now but if one of you is a baker bake some yeah, up i was gonna say another thing is just baking together mm-hmm. um it's a great way to uh have time to kind of talk while, you know, get to know each other, deepen your relationship. And, you know, you can always have a little fun uh, uh fight with your uh, flour or... <laughs> Powdered sugar. Powdered sugar, sprinkles, yeah. you know. If you... Oh, get a sprinkles up get up everywhere. Sprinkles in your crack. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like beach sand. Um <laughs> uh, If you need a good sugar cookie recipe, DM me. Oh, yeah. DM the pod because I will send you one, so... All right, there, listeners. You got that? DM us. So on the opposite end of cookies, we're going to talk to somebody today about yes, (laughs) who is a fitness trainer, online Mm -hmm. personal fitness trainer, and um, she does eat her cookies. She eats her sweets. Mm -hmm. She eats her treats. She's very well rounded. There's no food that is off limits. It's about understanding what your food does for you and how much of it is you know in the right balance for you and. You know, if you screw up one day, it's totally fine. You just get back on track the next day. It doesn't mean the whole week is a waste. And she has so many, so many good things to say about fitness and uh, food and mindset. Just I I love in business. She -hmm. also
0: chatted about us about business. It was just it was very enlightening. And I was was so much fun. Yeah, she's she has a lot of energy, which, you know, is contagious, right? I love it. So it's awesome. We're excited. We hope you enjoy the show. I'm so excited for today's episode. I'm excited as well.
1: Today we have someone local to the Phoenix area where we record. Her name is Jess Hutchins. She is an online personal trainer, all around boss babe. Um, I just, I I can't say enough great things about her. Um, She's also vegan, so she's a vegan trainer. I really look forward to hearing
0: more of her story and
1: letting you all get to know her as well.
0: I'm excited to get to know her. I actually don't know much about her. I just know that I know her name. I know what she does. And that's about it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, bring her in. Bring in Jess. Hey, Jess. Hi, Jess. How are you guys? We're good. How are you? I'm Thanks so much
2: great. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me.
1: Yeah, thanks for being patient while well, we had some technical difficulties getting this started. Story yeah. of my
2: life. It's okay.
1: Yeah, story of Miley's life. I just watch and patiently wait for it <laughs> to all start working. Uh, things uh,
0: always fall into place. Yeah, I try eventually. to be. I help as much. Again. So,
2: twenty twenty, I just ride it. I'm like, whatever's happening.
1: One hundred percent. Go with the flow. So we, you know, we introduced, you. We know you're a vegan. sorry not nutrition a vegan uh trainer online coach and we you live kind of local to us you're here in the phoenix area and but you train everywhere obviously because it's online these days and we're looking to get to know a little bit more about you and your business and how you got here maybe even what's next for you (laughs) could you start by telling us a little bit about you Like, where where do you hail from? I don't even know where you're from.
2: (laughs) Born and raised in Arizona. Like, I'm a Phoenician, so grew up here in Independence, which is very far west, so not near here at all. But yeah, I grew up in Arizona, went to college at NAU. I was a third grade teacher for three years. And, yeah, so taught three years in inner city Phoenix. Um, my husband at the time was going through PT school, so to be a physical therapist. So that's kind of where I got like into training and just working out was like witnessing him go through that experience. And so we started working out together. and that kind of led me to training. So I was teaching all day, training all night. and so twenty fifteen, I kind of, Took leap of faith and started my own business, and it's been five years. And I'm still float. It's kind of transitioned and like changed with the times. I started like in home training, and then I rented out a space in a gym, and then the pandemic actually forced me to go online. So yeah, here I am, just helping ladies all around all around the world.
0: And your the name of your business is?
2: It's called Fit Set LLC.
0: Okay, I'm always really yeah. fascinated by business names and how it came
2: to be. Yeah. Yeah. Fitness and before? mindset. Oh, okay, Yeah. There <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So fitness and mindset in 12. So my programs are all like 12 weeks minimum. And so that's like enough time to start building healthy habits. And um, I really focus on like the nutrition aspect, the mindset aspect, and just kind of like everyday lifestyles and habits that will help people transform their lives. And so that's kind of where it's not just personal training. It's more of like all around lifestyle and mindset coaching. It's
0: awesome. kind of like how one thing can affect the rest of your
2: mm-hmm. life. Exactly. Yeah. When I was personal training, it was really hard because I always thought in the beginning when I was like really fresh, I didn't understand the importance of nutrition. And so got the nutrition certification. And then with that, people were still mentally struggling with food. And so that's kind of where I got like the mindset coaching aspect. And so with those three services, it's been so cool to see everybody kind of transform.
1: So I'm really curious. So you were teaching third grade and you said you did that for like three years. 3 years. <laughs> and then you, this whole time the whole time that was happening your husband was doing his PT schooling mm. and you were kind of like, "Oh, training, that's fun." Like and you yeah. just kind of did it like for your own personal benefit for a while. Yeah. And then what made you decide to completely leave teaching? I mean, you're still teaching obviously, but like what made you decide to leave the kiddos and start teaching adults
0: who are perhaps more difficult.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Was
0: there like a transition period though when you were teaching and coaching other people or did you just go like cut, like stop the education and then go straight into like this business?
2: It's a crazy story. It's kind of like an emotional dark place in my life, but it actually like those are the times when you change and transform the most. So I was in my third year of teaching. Um, It was like spring break and I was like already on the fence whether or not I would stay at that district. It was my second school district. It was just really rough in Arizona, education is very hard to deal with, Yes, underpaid, overworked. It's just, it's so sad. And I was in inner city Phoenix and just my passion for helping these kids change their lives. Like it was a really, really hard decision, but spring break, my dad, unfortunately committed suicide. And so that was like the shift. I had two, two weeks to decide whether or not I was going to stay teaching or like just completely like change my life. And that moment I literally started my business like that week and it was like, I'm done. I, life is too short. Like I'm tired of not taking risks. I'm tired of like being in a zone in a place where I'm not truly happy. And I know that I'm meant to serve people at a greater, deeper level. Um, so it was like kind of like a hard time, but I literally like had two months of school left. So like I started my LLC like that following week. And it was just kind of like, all thrown together. <laughs> my husband was in medical school. So that was like a really dark place, really sad. But at the end of the day, like I kind of was like, life is short, right? So started my business. We really, uh, looking back, it was also the year of our wedding. So it was like eight months before our wedding. We moved out cause we were like, life is short. So we moved out. I had a very low coaching income. He was in medical school. So we were living off like student loan debt, basically like, mm-hmm just life is short. So looking back, I'm like, Whoa, like that was the craziest year. It was very emotional. Very, uh, it was like, yeah, spur of the moment kind of thing. I didn't ever expect that to happen, but had that not happened, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. But and I calling value it. Like yeah. And I, I feel like I'm serving at such a great purpose and I know the value of like, life is short. And so I never want to take a day for granted. And kind of like the last five years I just really like cheesy It sounds live like every day is my last like it's like we got to make a purpose we have to help people and serve people and so it's kind of where that journey led me to where I'm at
1: that's amazing that you're able to take such uh, a big leap of faith like that in kind of a a pretty scary and dark and like just make all those big changes it's definitely a lot yeah that's a lot (laughs) that's that's wild but it was like you said a huge turning point for you and
2: yeah
0: personally and um professionally professionally yeah wow it really it really speaks to just the challenge of like the Facing fortitude, fears. yeah, the, the fortitude of your spirit and character, mm-hmm. like, wow, yeah, strengthens you even though, yeah. like, despite the fear, because I'm sure like there's probably moments of like unpredictable um, things that were ahead of you, but despite that, you were still so motivated and pushed and pushed forward by this sense of purpose that you had something, um, a, a greater per- capacity for for giving, yeah, yeah.
2: I know our family members literally thought we were crazy, but my husband, like he believed in me and pushed me so much that he was like, no, like we don't have an income. We can live off student loan debt. And like, I know that this is going to work out. And he, he saw that potential in me, I think before I did, and I had no clue what I was doing, but like, you know, that dark time, like it could have either broken me or it could have pushed me. And I chose that route of being better and doing better.
0: That's a huge mindset. I mean, it speaks volumes about your whole story and what led to FitSet.
1: And this entrepreneur spirit that clearly lives within you.
2: I'm obsessed with it. (laughs) I didn't know. I Like, my mom is an entrepreneur and that, like, I always thought she was crazy. And so now I'm like, wait, it's it was inside me. I just didn't know that. I didn't think that that was what I would ever do. And so, yeah, it's scary. Like, the fear of the unknown and getting, like, past, like, the hurdles of, being an entrepreneur and like not ever knowing what's going to be happening and your income is not every two weeks. It's not, it's not a consistent thing. I think in the first few years of business, it was like, all right, just got to trust it. I know that I'm giving, giving it my all. I know that I'm trying as hard as I can and that's going to pay off eventually. Right. If you don't quit, it will pay off.
1: Yeah, 100%. So five years 100%. in the making, you're in a you're in a fantastic place now. I'm 100% sure you're looking to take this even bigger, um, just based on our conversation so far. How, at what point were you already vegan when you started to online coach?
2: Oh, yes, when I started online coaching. So um, we got married in 2015. So I believe two years after marriage, my husband made the transition into veganism. I was having digestive issues and... He was like researching Dr. Greger, of course. Yeah. What <laughs> you know, what the hell? Famous, famous Dr. Greger. And so he was like, hey, I think this would really benefit you. And he really encouraged me. And I was unfortunately the stubborn one. I was like, I can't change. Like, I don't know if I could do it. Being in the fitness industry, you're kind of brainwashed, right? Like, where do I get protein? So I was scared. And again, like he kind of led that example of like it, it, it's gonna be great. Like Trust the process, see how you feel. And uh so 2017, so I believe we're going into like three years, four years. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. So what
1: what was his motivation for going vegan? Cause I feel like usually I hear it the other way around yeah. where the yeah. you know, like the woman partner goes vegan and then she drags her husband along for the ride.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean he I, I think it was twenty sixteen. Sorry if I said twenty seventeen, but he was watching nutritionfacts.org from Dr. Greger. And if you've been down that YouTube. Uh, Route of like Dr. Greger's videos are so informative and so yeah, and so what he did, he was very smart. He again a doctor, data driven, right? So he was watching these things and he was like, "Hey, I think I'm gonna go vegan." And I was like, "No." But what he did, which was so smart, was he had it on, and so he knew that if I heard the data, right, if I hear these studies (laughs) that were done, so he put them on in the living room, super loud, and I'm like in the kitchen, like doing dishes and stuff, and I'm like. And I had taken Accutane and I had digestive issues for years, like eating my meal prep food and getting sick all day, every day for like three years. So at that point he put on a video, it was like people with Crohn's disease, like after like a month of it, they never want to go back from being plant-based. And so that's when I was like, all right, like I'll try it for a week, see how I feel. And so we tried it. He went out and got everything at the grocery store. And after that week, I was like, I'm never going back. Like, this was the best thing ever. And then then we started learning about the animals and, you know, again, a deeper, deeper understanding of it and just have not looked back since.
1: That is so cool. So, how, let's see, your your coaching in the beginning was in person coaching. You said you had people Mm -hmm. come to your house. I went
2: to their house. So it was really hard. I took all my equipment to their homes, trained them for 45 minutes. So, again, when you're first starting out, I think every business, you kind of take what you can get and take everybody on. Right. So yeah. I was driving like to surprise to Chandler to like Scottsdale. It was just all over. So how, are, was you, how
0: are you marketing in the beginning? So like, I'm really fast. I'm, I'm yeah. new to entrepreneur stuff and business yeah. stuff. And so I'm just really fascinated how people just start, like, how do you start marketing? How do you start getting your name out there? And what kind of tips and tricks did you, did you implement in the beginning?
2: It's kind of funny because I like where I'm at now and looking at my marketing now, versus <laughs> is what I used to do. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like I used to like take my cards to the Biltmore mall and literally pass them out to people. Like I would just drive around and like go to the mall, go to like areas that I liked that I, I had clients at. and So go to PT clinics, like physical therapy clinics, go to doctor's offices. I would literally drive around for hours. I remember like being in my car with my little shirt, with my little <laughs> cards, like, passing out. So I don't think I got a lot of clients that way. It was more so, like, word of mouth. So I had worked under a trainer when I was teaching. And the way he ran his business, like, I didn't agree with, but I learned a lot from. And so I got probably two clients that literally were, like, wherever you go, I'm going with you. Like, I – like, you is my trainer, I don't agree with him. So I got two people from him, and then from there kind of, like, spiraled. That's cool.
0: And now, five years later – what kinds of things are you using to market?
2: Yeah. So Instagram, Instagram is like my bread and butter. And then along with referrals as well, but, um, social media, I've invested a lot with business coaches. So that was again, just starting out in the beginning, no income, right? Like I didn't have a lot to invest. I didn't see the value of it. I thought about the scarcity mindset of like, I can't afford that. So I started over the years investing in coaches and Um, Really, it's like organic. I've done everything organically up until this point. Um, I just now hired a coach this month for ads. So like Facebook ads and Instagram ads and stuff. So everything up until this point, though, has been organic through like my content that I put out, my Instagram stories. Mandy knows like I'm on stories all the time. Yeah. Yeah. She's in stories and she posts all the time. She posts all
1: these little workouts. And then I bookmark them and then I pull them up and then I'm doing them to work out. And I'm like, I'm working out with Jess today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Just consistency, honestly, like it's all been through Instagram and just again, like referrals are amazing. Like my clients that I have, I mean, I have some clients that have been with me for five years, like that have gone like from in person to online, like, and have kind of followed me through the journey. And so those people that are like the diehard fans, whether or not we continue working together, they refer people. So it's really cool. Oh, Cause it kind of just like, I feel like we're all intertwined and I've worked with so many friends and family members and stuff like that.
0: So that was one of the questions I had was you had mentioned earlier that most of your programs are 12 week programs, but then you had mentioned there are clients that have stayed with you for five years. And so, you know, what, can you walk me through, like if I was a potential client, can you walk me through what opportunities do I have with you, um, from, you know, the 12 week or whatnot, whatever my options are?
2: (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I had one girl that I did in-home training out of her apartment, right? So she was with me in Phoenix She moved to New York. So we did the one-on-one coaching. So I have one-on-one and I have group. So group is kind of like what I did in person where I have like girls in a group, it's a community feel. And then I have the one-on-one where it's just like me and you working together. It's very personalized. And I create the workouts like every two weeks, it's personalized for those clients. And so she kind of started with the one-on-one. We did one-on-one for over a year. And then she now just transitioned to the group just for a little bit to get a little mix up and she'll probably be going back to one-on-one. But as far as the group goes, it's a minimum to work with me is three months. And that's like to change your habits, to really be consistent, to actually see results because that's another rookie mistake I made. I let people work with me for one month. What are they going to see? Like two pounds down, maybe four pounds down, right? Versus 12 weeks, 15 to 20 pounds. So um, I've round one, which is like the first 12 weeks. Then I had girls that continued with me to round two, round three, and now I'm creating round four. So I kind of create as I go, like as people stick with me, um, that I create as I go versus like overwhelming myself.
0: Oh, that's, that's really awesome. cool. I really like yeah. hearing about, you know, you had the phrase you said like rookie mistake. I love that. Like because you <laughs> learn um mm-hmm. once you start diving in, and then you that's how you, you know, you evaluate and then you re, you know, you revamp. So God. I like that.
2: Thank you. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a learning experience. And, um, I don't know, Mandy saw, but last was it October 1st, my husband quit his job to work with me. So it was like scaling so much. And with COVID right PT, it's just weird. It's just a weird time to see patients and just uh, so many unknowns. So I, I was getting so busy to the point where I'm like, I need to either hire, like I can't scale by myself, So in October, he actually quit his job, his corporate world, and he's been working with me since. So that's been really helping out as far as like being able to take on more people and just kind of getting everything a little bit more organized and learning from my experiences.
1: Nice. That's so cool. I've seen him on your Instagram stories, video editing and taking
2: pictures
1: and making all these cool graphics. And like, what an awesome side by side, like what a Great thing for him to already be a PT to you, like that's just a match made in heaven.
2: I never would have guessed that would happen. Like, never would have guessed it. Kind of came out of nowhere, but I think he saw, like, again, like where I was coming from, and just kind of like what my you know my vision is for this business and where I want to go. And it was like either yeah now or never, right? Like he kind of took the leap of faith and is working with me. I don't know how long it will be for, but I'm enjoying like the videos and everything we're doing together. It's really fun.
1: Yeah. That's so cool. So you also, so you do food planning or meal planning as Mm -hmm. well, right? Did you, is that something you kind of developed as you got into the
2: business? So that's like, I got the certification, I think like two years in. So every two years with my personal training stuff, you have to get a new certification. So as I went, like I thought my training was bad, but again, that nutrition was missing. So I got that um, certification. I was not vegan at the time, And so shortly after though, I did turn vegan. Um, And so that's kind of where like, that is such a huge part of the business. Like that's where we focus the most on clients. And that's kind of why it's nice with my husband working with me, because we have that same education. We have that same knowledge and what I expect from them, he expects from them. So he's been able to help me with like the nutrition coaching and the level that we want to help people with. It's just, it's very in depth.
1: It's so fun. I see you guys were talking about scales recently yeah, and man. like measuring out coffee creamer. Yeah. It was hilarious because I was like, oh, yeah, like just crazy little teeny tiny what mistakes, so to speak, that people do every single day to accidentally yeah. sort of sabotage their habits. And you're like, this is what it looks like on the scale. I was like, "Just, just-, <laughs> <laughs> just like, I thought yeah. I was having one serving. I had three.
2: Oh, I'm like, I'm notorious for having like five servings of soy (laughs) milk. I'm like, it's just just so good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. Just basic knowledge. Like we want, I just feel like there's such in the fitness community, right? Like there's such an overwhelming amount of information. And I remember when I was first starting out on my fitness journey, being so overwhelmed. Like I had no clue where to look and it's like, protein, keto, like all these crazy fad diets that like diet pills and wraps and supplements and things like that. So we really, really try to teach people the basics of nutrition, like what is most important and what will help you stay healthy and, you know, be in a sustainable place for life versus, okay, here's keto, vegan keto, keto, whatever. Here's a very temporary thing. Lose 20 pounds and then it comes back immediately.
1: Yeah. Natural energy by eating like more food. Can yes,
0: you, can yes. you share maybe one misconception that the public has about any, either veganism yeah, or nutrition any, yeah. or
2: both that like, you find very yeah, common protein, with protein, for example? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the protein. Oh, <laughs> so again, like I, I used to think that too, right? Like everybody and in the fitness industry, it's like, one kilogram of protein per body weight. So for me, that'd be like 140 grams of protein. That's so much protein so much. And so, um, I've also done like vegan as a vegan three NPC bikini competitions. So I've, I've done bodybuilding shows as a vegan athlete. And I did place like third, fifth, whatever, like I placed So with that, I learned you don't need as much protein as the fitness industry says. Uh, I I was at like 120 grams, but that was like a very temporary thing. But my normal range, my coach had me set out was like 80 grams. So it was just like not nearly as much protein needed. Um, Again, whole foods, like the benefits of complex carbohydrates, right? And understanding that those are used for energy and will not make you fat. And so uh, I get a lot of clients that come to me and they just are shocked by the protein that is recommended. And I use the standard recommendation of 50% carbs, 30% fat, 20% protein. So it's not a hundred percent protein. Like it's, it's not as much. And again, the, the bodybuilding world. Yeah. It's a lot. It's one kilogram. Like if you're a bodybuilder who takes steroids, Cool, your kidneys can process that. I was can, just gonna say you can Lord. utilize that.
1: We can refer yeah. you to a nephrologist perhaps at some point.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't want kidney tones. So like <laughs> that in the body, but like I don't, you know, if you're not taking through it, that's just way too much. So I think my clients come to me and they're shocked when they're not having like Two hundred grams of protein and then they see really killer results and they feel super energized from the carbs that they're allowing themselves to have and then from- they
1: realize they can have a glass of wine or a yes,
2: beer or exactly uh, is it
1: trulys or white claws? I feel like oh, I Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> white claws. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wait what's, the di- wait, what's the difference between White Claws and Truly? I think it's just Oh, brand.
2: they're so good. They're oh, okay. brand, yeah. I wasn't they're
0: both sure if delicious. You, okay, I th- wasn't sure if there was some kind of nutritional difference. No, there's difference
1: just one that Jess think. in particular will be like, you guys look, I enjoy a white, I claw. Enjoy <laughs> a oh, white- Okay. Yeah.
2: Got you. <laughs> I'm all about Truly's too, but yeah, my White Claws is like my brand. It's like- I got you. It's my yeah. marketing scheme, donuts and White Claws. <laughs> and cupcakes. <laughs> and cupcakes. <laughs>
1: and like potatoes aren't the bad guy in your yes. diet
2: like yeah there's no
1: bad food it's all about moderation and understanding what it does for
2: exactly. you. exactly and understanding what your body needs and so like yeah. again like you're you can have those things you don't have to deprive you don't have to do that and you can still see killer results so teach my clients about the balance of that and just learning what their body thrives on and what they feel good on
0: that's so amazing. I like this. Um okay. we talked a little bit about fitness mm-hmm. and a little bit about nutrition. I do want to come back to the fitness because there is a product that we want to touch base on. But before we do that, you know, you had mentioned the mindset part of your business too. Can we touch a little bit about that? Like I feel like there's like three tiers, yeah. or three branches of your yep. you. Yeah,
2: I guess. Yep. Exactly. So exactly. Can we touch
0: on the mindset and then we'll circle back around and talk about some, some goodies that we have in front of us right
2: now. Right. Yeah. So the mindset piece really happened then two years after my nutrition. So it's like two year increments, right? Like where I started, you know, looking and reflecting on what am I missing as a coach and what, you know, I had the training and then I got the nutrition stuff down. And then from there, like my clients and for me personally, like dealing with binge eating, emotional eating, boredom eating, like all those different habits and behaviors around food. Right. So <laughs> I realized I can give people calories and I can set up their nutrition, but if they have some psychological stuff they're dealing with, that's really like going to be the missing piece. And so, um, got the certification in behavior change coaching and again, like went to a lot of conferences, did a lot of self-help stuff, a lot of self-development stuff, got Tony Robbins, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, that's so that's, cool. That's
1: like bucket list thing for me.
2: <laughs> yes, unleash the power within. My husband and I went there in 2019, and it was like the most life changing moment. We ran across the fire coals, and like a lot of those things that he teaches about mindset and limiting beliefs and positive affirmations, and that stuff. Like that's what I now utilize in my business. And women who tear themselves down every single day, who deal with body dysmorphia, who deal with binge eating, like we work on overcoming those and. Looking at the habits that contribute to their nutrition, and looking at you know, in their mindset as a deeper, you know, deeper understanding of what they're internally going through, and finding ways to create healthier habits in order to propel them forward.
1: Changing the stories they're telling themselves. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Love. Yeah.
2: So hard on ourselves. Like and as women, we're just yeah. so hard on ourselves. So I feel that's like something it's an ongoing
0: like going thing too.
2: <sighs> yes. Yeah. So every week um, with my group clients, we have weekly coaching calls, like as a group and a community. And sometimes like they break down and cry. Like I teach a different mindset piece every week and it's very, very deep. And then with my one-on-one girls, like on their private coaching call, it's like every week we work on something and kind of peel the layers back of what they're going through. And that's kind of where I feel like I'm different from other coaches. Cause I, I truly am like trying to work on that internal stuff to make shifts. For the long term.
1: I, I feel like you're a unicorn in the coaching world. I don't know that I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen another coach have certifications in all of these areas
0: and build yeah. them all into one program. Maybe. comprehensive. Like yeah. touches yeah. like like you had said earlier, you know, um, it's not just fitness. Mm-hmm. It's everything is linked together in our lives and you can't yeah. just work on one part of fitness. You can without, build a house on quicksand. Right. Without addressing Dad. the nutrition and the mindset as well. So, um, I have like a side question. Yeah. Let me know if it's something we should cut out, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but so you, you talk about like one-on-one girls or group, you know, so yeah. is it mostly females that you work with? Do you not work with males um, at all?
2: No. So that's another thing. Like as my business has grown and I've really shifted in the beginning, again, I took on everybody and I really, again, you take what you can get and you're thankful for those clients and you love them. Um, but as I've kind of shifted and like, you know, honed in on what I'm really good at, what my niche is, what my avatar, what my ideal client is, right. And who I can best serve and the clients that I know I can change their lives. That's women, right. Women 20, I I can literally name, I can actually show you. She's she's right here. Like to the point where I'm constantly like, I constantly, am like, this is my girl. So every client I get, like, she looks at my Instagram stories and like, has most of these traits. Cause that's what I serve. And that's what I talk to. Um,
0: I love that <laughs> diagram. Too. So cool. That's pretty. That's a great like uh, business. Sorry, I'm Miles really. Like, can you email this to me? <laughs> no, it's just I'm I'm really fascinated because you probably yes. started from scratch, and there's probably like a business strategy that you yeah. probably learned in yes. something like business right?
2: coaching. Like, like, <laughs> something.
0: Can yeah. You through that, like I'm just really yeah. fascinated, and yes, and of course, awesome. this is like
2: there are exceptions, right? Like if I feel like I can truly serve somebody and they don't fit in with us, I do want to help them, right? But like for instance, I had a client. She and her husband, like her new husband, they just got married. We did do couples coaching with them. So Cole and I, like we're on coaching calls with her and her husband. But cool. typically my avatar is she's 25 to 45 years old. She's yo-yo dieted. She feels like she's tried everything. She's binged and restricted. She may be dealing with body dysmorphia. She's scared of carbs. She's really, really busy. My clients seriously are so like so busy. <laughs> um, they want balance and sustainability and want to get to a place of like where they can be sustainable for life. Um, They're either underweight, like I've been underweight in my journey, or they're slightly overweight or a little bit overweight. Um, Kind of depends because I do have two different, like I have really skinny girls who want to get in shape and I have girls that are in their 200s that just want to get below 200. So those both are my avatar. Um, They feel frustrated and fed up. And a lot of my clients um, that come to me are vegan curious. So they've either tried being a vegetarian and they really want to make that leap into veganism or they're not even... Curious about it, but I kind of like lead by example, and a lot of times they transition. That was be um, one of my questions. You're like, well, do here's you, the menu. So, you, yes. um, yeah, I give them like everything I offer and recommend is vegan. So, I'm like, you can use whatever protein, but I strongly recommend this. And this gotcha. is why. Okay. I was going to
0: ask you because, you know, like, do you yeah. have clients that are not vegan or vegetarian? And how do you, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it's probably not a deal breaker, right? So, like, how do you
2: modify or. Yeah. So every, I mean, again, I teach them the basis of nutrition and what works for their body. So I'm never going to force, again, looking at what Cole did for my approach, right? He didn't force me to go vegan. Nobody can force you to do anything. What he did was he had the studies. He led by (laughs) example. And I was like, Ooh, that sounds kind of cool. So that's what I do is like, I lead by example on my Instagram, right? Like I post my meals. I post my grocery list. I posted my whole entire vegan Thanksgiving. And so a lot of people that aren't vegan see those things and they're exposed to that. Um, I think I had like 10 vegan, non-vegan clients see my Tofurky and my garden roast and they're like, that looks cool. And they went out and bought it just cause they thought it was really cool. Oh, so yeah. things like that, like I'll just like lead by example. And then my, I don't give meal plans. I don't believe in meal plans just cause giving somebody a piece of paper and being like, here, follow this, like not sustainable. Right. So I, I again teach them the basis of nutrition. We use my fitness pal Um, but from there, all the things I do recommend, I do have sample meals. I have sample things that oatmeal and um, they're all vegan Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like restaurants and things like that are all vegan. And I, I just kind of say like, you eat meat, that's your choice, but here's what I recommend and why. Um, so it's from a very loving place and educational place. And throughout the years I have had, and I feel like not discriminating people who aren't vegan like has helped me transition a lot of people over. So I would say like maybe over half of my clients that are like no, I would never do that like do transition either into being a vegetarian or completely change into veganism. And every single time it happens, they surprise me. Like I I kind of will like look at their food diary and I'm like, go right. Like where where why are these changes happening? And then they'll e- email me or call me. And, like yeah i've been vegan for two weeks i feel so good so it yes. always like by not forcing i've found in my coaching style like it really pushes them so that's,
1: that's so, so cool awesome. so there's cool. one other thing we want to ask you about really quick about the business yeah. how did you get into product manufacturing because <laughs> you have these kick-ass bands yeah I'm hold them up to the camera it's that booty band yeah. Yeah, yeah tell us about this
2: how okay so into,
1: how did you decide to make a product?
2: Honestly, it's been 5 years of recommending other products, right? Like other people's yeah. booty bands. Um I get new clients that are like, "Hey, what what brand?" And so for years I've recommended this one brand and when I made my website last year and I kind of rebranded everything, I that was my ultimate goal is to have a shop and to have I also have these cute little notebooks. <sighs> so like mindset notebooks that every oh, new client yeah. gets. So I send them these too. Um, so it kind of happened this year. I just was like wanting to make that my next shift. And so it was kind of cool. Found a supplier that I like and launched it. Didn't really, I only ordered a hundred units. I was like, we'll see like if they even sell. And every new client of course wants to get them. And so I need to get more. <laughs> I'll so be ordering cool. more
1: soon. That is so cool. I love yeah. that. That's just
2: another component yeah. that I
1: find so impressive about your your business and your journey. Um, so I know we have to get going. Did you have any more questions about the fitness or the nutrition
0: or mindset? Can you just do a quick, like, one minute thing about these bands? I'm really fascinated by like, how do you use them? Take what them out. Would you use?
1: <laughs> There's like a Come million videos on Jesse's okay. Instagram. Oh, gotcha. See, this oh, is for, yeah. you know, for this
0: booty, booty band is what exercises. Exercise. Oh, yeah. Okay, so these bands are for arms, legs. Okay. Arms,
2: legs, literally. Yeah, you can put them on. Those, uh, I really like them because they have the grip inside. So yeah, I what I was finding, yeah, uh, the problem was a lot of people's booty bands always slip down. And so the rubber grip why i chose that supplier um because they they're secure they hold on yeah so they're really awesome you can use them around your arms you can use them around your legs um they go from light medium to heavy um most of my girls are are? because we have pink yeah and uh
0: turquoise
2: yep so that's the lightest one and then i believe the purple is the medium and then the pink is the tightest or i probably got them backwards but yeah (laughs) Um, they go around your legs and they're really great for helping grow the booty. They add an extra wow. challenge to the workout. So again, for somebody like pandemic happened this year, again, another reason why I wanted to have these, um, because if you have limited equipment, minimal equipment, you can use those booty bands and a pair of dumbbells and get a killer workout in. Yeah.
0: So, um, and you said that you, you have videos on your Instagram. Yeah. You, do you have a YouTube yep. channel mm-hmm. or is it mostly on Instagram? All your traffic, I am... <laughs> you
2: traffic to Instagram? I am newly. Yeah. So that's one part of my husband working with me now is we make the videos on Instagram. We are trying to convert everything to YouTube. So we do have a few videos on YouTube. Um, but yeah, every week we try to put out at least two booty band or like full body, whatever workouts of the week, we try to publish two workouts so that people can follow along. And that's another marketing tool, right? People see those and they like them and then they want more and then they usually end up working with me. So yeah, subscribe. Put out free value, right?
0: (laughs) Is this a good time to kind of before we launch into the next part? Uh, can we just quickly kind of get uh, your Instagram handle and any other information on how our listeners can reach out to you? Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, my website is www.jesshutchinsfit.com. Instagram: Jess Hutchins Fit. My last name is E N S. Not ins, <laughs> so that's a big, the big thing. Everybody always gets it wrong. So oh, yeah, YouTube. We'll be sure yeah. to tag
1: you and everything. And your YouTube page is the same, Jess Hutchins. Fit. Yep.
2: Yep. Exactly.
1: And and she's new on Twitter too. So.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> <Is it Jess laughs> I'm Hutchins like just.
0: Fit on yep. Okay, good.
2: Across I think Hutchins Jess Jess Hutchins. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I'm.
0: I'll find I think it. I'll be we'll sure find it. Can yeah. find you. And we'll actually write yeah. it in, you know, write yeah. it in letters and words. Yes. We'll be hatches. sure to get it on our pod
1: uh, descriptor. Um, perfect. to close everything out. I just have a couple of questions we like to ask to kind of get to know you on a different level outside of business. Yeah. Um a fun one. What's your favorite food?
2: Oh, cookie dough. <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> Any type of cookie
2: Treat. dough? Treat. I mean, Simple truth cookie dough is really good. So that's my cheap food. Like I could live off of that. My actual favorite meal. Gosh, that's hard. I like my tofu and veggies. Mm,
1: Same. I'm so simple. Like if you give me foods, I'm probably going to pick nachos or a really clean veggie dish. Yes. Weirdo.
2: (laughs) I have two extremes, cookie dough and wine. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's like me. i like nachos (laughs) or salad. (laughs) I don't know.
2: Salad and go. That's my (laughs) go-to. Oh,
1: I love salad and go. Okay, so what three words would other people use to describe you, What, like your husband or best friend?
2: Passionate. Very, very passionate, if you can't tell. Yes. Um, Impulsive sometimes and like a good way of like, I'll just do stuff for the moment. And outgoing.
1: Nice. I like that. And then living or dead, who would you most like to have dinner with?
2: Dr. Greger. I've met <laughs> him and I I actually have his phone number. Fun fact. I wow. met him at the vegan fair in Tempe. And yeah, I just like that. He he was like, text me anytime, but I've never done it in a year. Like I what do you text Dr. Higger? right? So I'd be like, <laughs> like, sup? <laughs> oh, give me all the knowledge because I'm obsessed like literally with his book, How Not to Diet and How Not to Die. Like yeah. that's like where I get all of my coaching stuff from. So yeah, I'd like to like pick his brain a little bit more.
1: It's so cool that he lives here now yes yeah, that would be he's hilarious so funny though, to like text him and be like hey just checking right. in how are you
2: <laughs> <laughs> what'd you have for right. dinner today <laughs> I know I'm like yeah, so many crazy. questions as a coach I'm like oh like I I, I don't want to be that weirdo though like he probably just gave it to me in my cookbook to be nice but I'm like so many instances <laughs>
1: oh my gosh now I want you to like do a live with him or something on your right. Instagram
2: Ooh, right
1: idea okay. <sighs> so cool I'm so excited. Well, we are so thankful and grateful. Thank you, guys. And really really For sure. appreciative. Thank you, thank you. you coming thank coming, you on guys, and chatting with us, and um, appreciate it. Telling us more about you. A lot of the stuff I kind of had a good idea of, but I mean, even this, a lot of this is new information to me. So we had a lot
0: of fun I appreciate getting to know it. you, and yeah, I'm sure, our listeners are you know I had had a lot of fun getting to know you as well.
2: Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, and I love just the vegan community. I love Vandy, your cakes forever. Now will be my uh, birthday treat to myself. (laughs) Thank you. I can't. I can't stop eating them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We can't wait. We hope to check in with you in a couple years. Like, we'll still be doing this, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. So (laughs) we'll check in with you in a couple years. I Mm can't just see how much more of the world you have taken over. Oh,
0: yeah. Thank
2: you. You guys, too. You guys, too. Keep us up. It's so exciting. Thank
0: Thank you. Thank you so
2: much. Thank you. That's thank awesome. you guys thank you thank you Jess have a great bye. night I appreciate it have a great night talk, great to, night. You talk to you soon bye. bye
0: that was an awesome episode Mandy that was really good I really did like it so sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was adjusting <laughs> one of my favorite things that I liked about her was you know you know I'm an educator like I, I love I know just this the whole teaching thing and, the teaching and stuff yes. and my favorite part I think about Jess is her mindset about empowering and educating because you don't, if you force someone to do something, it's not a natural, genuine change in their life that is sustainable or that is meaningful and long lasting. But when you educate people, you can empower them to make changes for themselves. And when they make that decision for themselves, um, it's, more likely that it'll be long lasting that is genuine that it is going to bring meaning to their life and so yeah i really like that three-prong approach she has to like whole person fit exactly it's not just about fitness like i remember when i it's outside inside head yep when i did my crossfit program last year it was just about fitness there Mm -hmm. was a little bit of nutrition but not very much and then there wasn't a lot of mindset and Mm If you, you know, if you only do like a certain workout three times a week, but you're not putting in the, the, like the work on the mindset and the work on the nutrition, you're not going to get very far. And I love that she, it's, it's a comprehensive, that, you know, comprehensive approach that Jess does. And I can tell just
1: by her Instagram that her clients freaking love her like they have such a good time yeah. like she'll screenshot some of their shares uh-huh. and things like in their texts and their messages to her uh-huh. and it's just they're elated just
0: oh, that makes overjoyed me so happy.
1: they're like oh my god are you kidding me eight pounds like they're just yeah. they're they're so excited I just her energy and her exuberance her passion for it like, and,
0: and I got all of that from today's, it, right? uh, um, today's episode and she'd been going so all
1: day she had a really long
0: day she yeah. said and, and it was so sweet <laughs> and of her to end it she's with actually to something else too out of this so like i love that she's like go 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 she's she is passionate she is outgoing uh so i love that yeah you really have to have that as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. to to not burn
1: out you can still burn yourself out but to really feel um to really have the wake up
0: and have the motivation to keep doing it day after day for sure that that was such a great time it was such a great time with with her and so um yeah we hope our listeners enjoyed it yes. And, um, you know, I always like to pose a question to the listen- listeners that's yeah. related to our episode. Do you have a question or would you like me to ask one? I would like you to ask oh, one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to hear one mindset that our listeners have overcome in the last year mm-hmm. that may be related to just life in general or maybe a mindset related to fitness or a mindset related to nutrition and if you haven't let one go which mindset or
1: um, self-limiting thought pattern would you like to let go
0: of oh that's a good one yeah I, like it. I think
1: coming into a new year uh, people are looking for resolutions and I think maybe maybe a fun way to flip that is like what mindset would you like to just ditch what would you like to stop believing about yourself that isn't serving you
0: why don't we answer those questions too uh, to close out our episode okay do you do you want to start or should i you go okay so i've been going through some stuff and i've been talking to my brother and this morning he actually asked me when you get into a bad mood or maybe not a bad mood, but you have a bad moment. What kinds of things are you saying to, you know saying in your head? And I started listing out some stuff and then he goes, you're really mean to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that really remi- it reminded me of something that I had read somewhere about how, you know, the person that talks to you the most in your entire life is going to be you. So you need to make sure that the way you talk to yourself with yourself is is kind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, many times we are a lot kinder to other people than we are to ourselves. Yeah. And so that is definitely something that I'm going to try really hard to work on. My brother even suggested that I start writing down some of my thoughts because he wants me to actually keep like a thought diary so I can really see how... Your brother might be a genius because I just heard <laughs> this recommended by a psychologist
1: recently that they say keep – she recommended that her clients keep a thought diary yeah. and write down write down everything you think to yourself every time you think about something um, and then let's go over it. And it was like, God, you're so stupid. God, I can't believe you did that. Like, jeez, yes. what a dummy, blah, blah, blah. Right, like, I the, was like, wow.
0: Yeah, some of the thoughts that – I, you know, I was telling my brother, I was like, I can't believe that um, I – was such a fool. I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I did. I'm such. I'm so stupid for doing that. I'm, so, you know. So I, I, was just telling myself all of these thoughts that I didn't even know I was telling myself. But it was just until I said it out loud to him, I didn't realize like, when he said like, "You're really mean to yourself," and I was like, "Shit, shit, I am mean to myself." So, uh, you know, yeah. A thought mm-hmm. diary, talking out loud. It actually makes a huge difference. When you were
1: saying things earlier, um, it made me think of this little. I don't know if we'll be able to see it. Is it? Yep, I see it. So that think is it true? Is it helpful? So it's an inspiring, acronym. Inspiring, necessary, and kind. Yeah.
0: T H I N K is an acronym. So is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary and is it kind? I've seen that before, actually. Yeah, but it's it's really nice to be reminded of it. I downloaded it from somewhere on the internet. That's how much <laughs> I
1: enjoyed it. <laughs> I love it. I was, I was like, I don't think I could, you know. Looking every now and then, it pops up in my phone. I'm like, I probably needed to see that today. I love so, it. Um, I don't. I don't really have any negative thoughts that happen to me very regularly that I personally need to let go of next year. Um, I would probably, I'm always trying to work on my self image. So what I think about myself in the mirror, um, shape and weight. So those are things that I'm continually, and I'm pretty, pretty good at them. Although, I mean, I, I I personally, it, it always needs to be a conscious thing in my, a thought in my head to consciously be kind to myself as far as, you know, what, what I'm seeing in the mirror. So that's
0: awesome. yeah. I I think I would say a a like
1: 94% there. Ooh. A <laughs> I like it a. for the most part. Good. I love some of it. I like most of it. <laughs> some of it I'm like, meh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so that's the part I I'd, I'd say I'd work on.
0: Thanks for sharing. Anytime. Thank and you. And I and I look forward to hearing from our listeners for the same thing too. As do I. Okay. Well it was such a pleasure being with you all today and especially a big thank you to our guest Jess Hutchins Hutchins and, e and S, yep, e and, S. <laughs> and we will chat with you guys later bye bye love you love you too <laughs>